Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today I have Lauren, aka Pain Dragon. Hi. Creator, you do this cool thing on your Instagram. I freaking love your Instagram, Thank by the way. Thank you so much. Um, so let's start with the name first, Pain Dragon. Sure. So um, my brand, I guess I would say, um, is called Pen Scratch and Pen Dragon. So um, I have an art business, so I do like portrait art, acrylic, charcoal, stuff like that. And then um, since 2021, I've been involved in the performing arts. So I do like silk fans, hula hoop. Um, I dabble a little bit in go-go dancing. So basically just someone who like hypes up the crowd and like brings up the energy for dancing. But um, Pendragon comes from uh, when I was born, I was my mom was going to call me Penelope, oh. so I thought that was really funny. But um, she actually decided to name me Lauren after um, the doctor who delivered me, which was super sweet. Um, but always Penelope was kind of always in the back of my mind, so I really wanted to like tie that in somehow. Uh. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, if my name would have been Penelope, I probably would have been Pen you know, as a nickname, right? Mm -hmm. So that kind of translated into like pen scratch and pen dragon, so. And the art thing, you know, we'll get to the flow thing, but the sure. art thing, <laughs> how did that start for you? Um, So I was always like really creative. Like I always just like wanted to like get my hands in like paint or crayons or just like paper and just, um, my mom was super supportive of it. So she was like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna, nourish her and let her do it you know if she wants to draw on the walls that's fine like I can clean it up later um and I had a really uh strong support system of mentors growing up so people who were like art teachers or just creatives in general um I'm from Yarmouth so um I used to go to um Bear River which is a uh, Mi'kmaq settlement um out on the south shore mm. or north shore I believe um, and my godfather, Rob, who, um, owned a store called the Flight of Fancy, he was a big, um, inspiration for me. He would paint, um, photorealistic birds on rocks that he would find on the beach. Mm. So ever since, like, I was just little, like, I've always been surrounded by really creative people. So it definitely, like, nourished a creative soul in me. Yeah. So you mentioned acrylic and stuff. Do you ever do anything digital? Yeah, I do some digital as well. I'm currently trying to get my iPad replaced so I can do more of it. But, oh, no. um, what happens to the iPad? Uh, so. <laughs> I just uh, was working and I dropped it and I was like awesome it's fine <laughs> and then I dropped it again oh, and no. then yeah so I was like oh, okay so I got the screen replaced but um, definitely needs a little bit of a tune up so that right. I can be a little bit more yeah you know what I'm gonna say I, I drop my phone all the time <laughs> and then um, uh, a friend suggested you know just get a thing mm -hmm. like a case yeah but the one case that I swear on, it's called Spigen or Spigen or whatever. But mm -hmm. like, just check it out on Amazon. Yeah. Like, my phone drops at least five times a day, at least. Yeah. But I've never had a cracked phone um, screen since I got it. And the thing <laughs> is, like, it kind of covers the screen, but it doesn't cover. So it has like a thin layer around the screen. So you can, you have all your real estate. But if it drops face down, your phone or your yeah. iPad doesn't do yeah. that. Yeah, pretty screwed. I didn't have a case on mine, so that was probably like issue number one. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we have to make sure you get a case when Absolutely. the new one comes. So, um, and then 
you decided to start a business. So there's a, there's a difference between I'm just going to paint my friends or my family versus, yeah. okay, I'm going to make it a business. When did that yeah. transformation happen? So I started um, my painting business, um, I think in, uh, I think I got really serious about it after high school. I, uh, I moved away and I spent a lot of time just creating art, wanting to create more art. And then um, I would do like specials for like Christmas or holidays where I would do um, charcoal portraits for people so they could commission like their loved ones or a pet. Um, and it was just really near and dear to my heart because um, portraits by far are my favorite to do because I feel like you capture somebody's essence. Like, and then is that like, difficult know? though? It is, it is difficult. It took many years um, to kind of like perfect it. And still there are people who I, I look at their art and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like how is that possible right um but I think it's mostly just an appreciation of art and always learning and always learning new techniques and like um there are so many people who can teach me things and I just feel like I want to be a sponge for all mm. of that knowledge so um yeah so then I kind of um I started it as a business you know I would offer um certain deals for people and then um during COVID I kind of like let that take a back seat I was like I really wanted to create just for myself and not really post about it and just do it to get that enjoyment back mm. um and that's when I really discovered um flow props so like my silk fans a hula hoop um and you know we were in isolation and I said you know what better time to to move mm. and like you know practice and um, being in the um, festival and rave community for around a decade now, um, I was always surrounded by people who did these like amazing feats like fire breathing or circus arts. And I was always really inspired. And I was like, one day, like I would I would really love to do that. And, you know, through the nurturing and support of people in the community, they have. Um, yeah, I'm now a performer. So COVID kind of led you to your one day. It did, yeah. But let's rewind to, I think, March 2020. Mm -hmm. That first shutdown, how was the experience for you? Um, so I live alone. So it was very, like, I think, like, we had been, you know, had it in the back of our minds for a while that something was going to occur. But um, it was really a time that, you know, I live alone. I've lived alone for a long time. I find a lot of comfort in that. But, you know, it wasn't leaving the house. It was home. And I said, well, you know, I'm going to try to make the most of what this is as hard as it is, you mm -hmm. know, and like we're all in the struggle together. So I really had to find something to focus on that, you know, elevated morale that, you know, my friends and I could do like on FaceTime or something like, you know, we could teach each other tricks or anything mm -hmm. um, or just practice. So, um, yeah, definitely. It definitely got me through a lot of that. Wow. Yeah. yeah I mean, for me, I think, you know, it kind of happened and then transitioned to working at home. And then I think, what was that document? Tiger King. Yeah. I don't know if you ever saw The that. Tiger King on Netflix. <laughs> that took everybody by storm. It was like, I'm never going to financially recover something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the line you said. When the lady got, got, got her. Yeah. Um, I think I think they are transgender. I'm oh. not sure what their um, pronouns are. It might be he, him. I'm not sure. Oh. I do know that the document, the documentary, like, uh, they might have misgendered them, but I'm not too sure. Oh, but I, okay. I know I don't think they go by uh, she her pronouns oh, okay i didn't know that but yeah okay. <laughs> i remember i was like jesus someone is literally dying here yeah oh, yeah thinking of yeah anyway so Just it was a crazy yeah. crazy crazy <laughs> time but yeah i can see how that isolation lead to creating mm -hmm. 
And then Flo, wife, I mean, okay, yeah, you mentioned that the rave community, is is that like kind of what inspired you to take this? Um, kind of, yeah. Like I I think flow really stems from a love of movement. So like movement to me is medicine. Like it helps your body um, you know, prevent stagnation. It's mm. it's endorphins, it's flowing for a purpose. It's like what kind of energy do I want to create for myself, for the people around me? Am I flowing for positive reasons? Am I flowing because, um, you know, I want to forget about something negative? It's almost like a, a form of meditation, I think. It's different movements make you feel, um, you know, just different ways. And it's really cathartic, I think. So Is there, uh, I guess, pros, uh, pros not pros, is, is, is there like a... Flow like a set of procedures. So like this is step one, or you just kind of just do what feels right. I think there's. I think it's mostly just getting comfortable with your prop at first and knowing how it feels in your hands, and then you kind of learn different movements. Um, there's certain tricks that took me months and months to learn, but it was really just learning different angles, like because um, there's certain planes of movement. So like the fans themselves, um, when they're open, you know, they can either be flat this way, flat this way, or they can be pointed out. Um, so it's really just learning like the angles of all the placements and kind of like what that looks like. And mm -hmm. then you can kind of develop your own style, which is really fun. But um, yeah, there wasn't really any procedure. It's just I, I knew a lot of people who were really into it and they were like, you should, you should try. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, you know, okay, like why, why not, right? Um, yeah, but there's." What would you say your own style is? Sorry. What would you say your own style is? Um, I feel like now my style is ever evolving, but like developing um, Pendragon is really about taking um, my creative side and my flow side and kind of mashing them together. So I've been um, experimenting with body paint, body art. Um, I invested in a body painting kit so that, um, you know, myself and performers can really, you know, embody a character however they want to look. Like, because it's everything, it's costuming, it's shoes, it's props, it's um, really just taking what you want to show the audience and make it come to life. So I felt like body painting was a great way for me to sort of express something a little bit different, mm. you know? So, yeah. What are, you mentioned hula hoop, the, the fans, what are some other props do you work with? Um, so those are the main two props that I work with. You could do um, two smaller hoops. Um, I know that uh, one seems difficult. It's really difficult, but I know my friend um, Nebula Flow Arts. Uh, her name is Jen. Um, she uses two mini hoops, and she's so good. And I just like, I can't like just so many years of practice. I look at her and I'm like, wow, <laughs> like you're so good. And like me, like I'm pretty decent with the hula hoop, but she's just next level. Yeah, so. I, I went to an event and there was this. Uh, performer that with the hula hoop but it lights up yeah and so you know they had the lights down and then like the so colorful yeah. and i'm thinking like i didn't even think then you kind of have to plan everything you know i just thought it was the movements or whatever mm -hmm. but thinking about it now even the outfit they wore went with 
the hula hoop and the whole performance. So when it comes to things like, I remember seeing on your Instagram, you did a performance at the Emo Night and it was- For Sarah, yeah. Uh, it was- um, Umbreon. No, it was- Ah, oh, the thing that you have to look at Pokemon. Oh, the Pokemon, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how, what, what was the process of planning that outfit? <laughs> um, so I, I don't really know a lot about Pokemon. Yeah, but me it, and was, you both. it was, um, I, I figured, you know, my style is very dark, like I wear a lot of black, like, you know, um, I really enjoy it. Uh, but I figured the Pokemon that I could embody the most was Umbreon. So it's, it looks like a little cat mm. and it's got like yellow tipped ears and like yellow circles on it. So um, I took cardboard paper and I spray painted it yellow and I taped it to my bodysuit and my socks. And I did black face paint to here with a yellow circle on my forehead and white contacts. And I said, well, I'm, I'm that just, character. I'm just becoming. I'm just becoming a Pokemon now. So, yeah. Um, and then the performance itself. How was it for you? Um, it was good. It was definitely a learning experience. It was the first time that I had ever um, been in the marquee ballroom, like on the stage there. So it was just like a new venue. Like I've been to the marquee many times, um, but like that was my first time on stage. So it was really just like a learning curve, getting comfortable, knowing the space, mm. um, how much space I did have. Um, where all the wires and everything were, you know, because, like, heels and footing is, you know, oh. sometimes I'm, like, Bambi on ice. <laughs> um, what would be the process or how much work goes into preparing for a performance like that? Um, I think it I think it depends uh, on the theme of the show. Sometimes mm. if it's a very kind of do-what-you-want theme, like, you can dress however you want. Um, really, it's just, like, artist choice. Mm. Um, but I know I did a underground love affair with um, uh, Danderson, and uh, he does all kinds of queer shows in Halifax, and he's always such a pleasure to work with, one of my favorite humans. But he threw a holiday hoedown, so I ended up being uh, a body paint of The Grinch, which oh my really god neat. so i had like the big like long eyebrows <laughs> like i had green contacts in and i had little space buns with bells on them so every time i'd shake my head <laughs> the bells would go um and then he did another show uh mean ghouls which was for halloween so mm. it was like mean girls but make them spooky mm -hmm. so uh my friend lumen and i did the mean girls so we were dressed all in pink like the like like really pale pink and it was just it was really funny and like all the drag performers were uh some form of like uh regina george or anything so it was really nice so it's really just kind of working with the theme and sometimes it can get it can get expensive for the um the clothing you get but really it's all it's all just repurposed and reused in different ways and the like the fans themselves where do you get them do you make them or um so they're uh these ones specifically are from silk electric so she works out of washington and um the process is you get the um the hubatai silk which um is five millimeters so it's super thin um it, it'll just kind of like go with the wind really easily. And then she dyes them, hangs them to dry, and then attaches them to the bamboo staves. Um, but you can get pretty much 
custom custom ones from Lunarware. Um, Chloe is based out of Lac La Birch, Alberta, which is a really great company to support. I always try to support Canadian companies when I can. But when I saw the um, Moonus fans, I just I was like I was <laughs> like in love. I wanted ice cream. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and she said, "What do you What do you mean Moon Mist? What's that?" Oh. And I'm like, "Oh, I forget that Moon Mist ice cream is a very like maritime oh. maritime thing." She had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. So um, now I guess. With is it's Pendragon where your focus is and pen arts or are you still working on both at the same time? Um, so it's it's a little bit a little bit of both. I feel like the body painting is more of the um, pen scratch paintings, just because it's more a little bit creative. Um, and then Pendragon is purely just for flow performances. Oh, okay. Um, but it kind of works one in the same because um, as Pendragon, I'm all body painted and stuff. So it's really great. So it's it's People want to hire me for flow performances. They have Pendragon, and then if they want like murals done, or if they want portraits, or acrylic paintings, or body paint, or kids' face painting, or anything like that, they can just go to that instead Thanks of having much. it in um, one thing. I have like a double-sided business card that I'm getting printed, so I can just be oh, like, that's and neat. Well, bam, <laughs> 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 like, not one, but two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, that, that is cool. I yeah. whoa, okay, yeah, 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 that's pretty neat. I guess it comes from all your creativity. So um, now with, I guess life getting back to normal and stuff and mm -hmm. events happening and you know somehow with the festivals and and stuff coming. What are some of the things you have planned for the near future? Sure. So um, the festival community really is dear and dear to my heart. I've spent around six years offering like harm reduction and consent education through um, different people and different festivals. So that's kind of how I really gave back to the community. And like now as a performer, I'm sort of migrating from that sector into more of a creative outlet. But um, currently coming up, I do have an art battle on the 20th of January. You know, I think I've seen that on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So I've it's like body painting, right? Um, so it's a, it's a 20 minute art competition. So there's going to be around, uh, 12 artists who come and they compete and do 20 minute paintings. And then is, there's going to be like, a, no, I'm mixing two things up. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. That's okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. So, there's, so, there's so much yeah, going on. Th yeah. Th this one seems so cool to me. So it was going to be. Or it is like a like a body painting thing, and then then it's, it's it then the pe the artists are gonna like display their work with the models walking on a on a runway. Oh no, I'm not. I haven't really gotten to any like body painting like professionally yet. It's more so just for like for friends you. and performers. Um, still really low key. It's still very new. Right. Um, yeah, but I would love to get involved in something like that. But that with the art battle, is like just painting yeah, acrylic, just, yeah. or so I'm gonna wear a um, I call it the rave suit. <laughs> so it's a uh, it's a suit jacket and flare pants, and it's like multicolored, like this really weird like acid print, which is super nice. And then I'm gonna have um, like a paint dripping like down my body, kind of going to art battle. So just just to make it like. You know, super different, super unique. Mm -hmm. Just people go like, oh, like that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. Um, the art battle itself, that what what is going to be done for the twenty minutes? Um, so we get a sixteen by twenty inch canvas. 
um, an acrylic paint and 12 artists compete in a 20 minute round to create whatever they want. Oh. And then it's judged by audience vote. And then the top six go and compete. And then the top two go on to um, compete uh, interprovincially and then nationally and stuff Holy like that. Holy shit. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. You mentioned the date. I think it's on January, yeah, January 20th at 7.30. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Freak, cool things happening in this yeah. city. Yeah. So, um, now, like, I, 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 I'm going to let you go, but not before you show me how these things work, if Absolutely. that's okay with you. But before we get into that, though, one thing that comes to mind is, like, um, in your captions, something that kind of, like, feels as true is, like, how important mental health is to you. 100%. What, why? And it, does the flow in any way help with that? Um, I think, you know, uh, my family struggles with a lot of mental illness, and I struggle with a lot of mental illnesses. And I see so many people that I've met um, from all walks of life who struggle. And I think it's very important that um, through COVID and through everything that we really have to get back to a sense of community. So I like to use my platform for the people who see it to really vocalize like how important it is to have self-care and how important it is to, you know, not like taboo or like stigmatize mental health because like everybody struggles, right? And mm. everybody's valid. And, you know, there's a community out there who's like willing to help you and who sees you for who you are and will accept you for that. Mm. Um, so it is very important, like no matter... Um, no matter where I go or who I am at the moment, like I, it's something that's very near and dear to me. Yeah, no, no, it is. I mean, like I said, it, it shows through your writing. Talking about your writing and your Instagram, I mentioned when we started at the top of the show that I really love it. How do you, like, how do you navigate your social media? How do you decide what you share? Yeah, I just, I kind of wing it at the moment. I'm like, I, you know, I could probably use a little help in the social media department, but I try to make um, genuine content. If I don't like something, if I think it's like, it doesn't fit or, you know, even if my mood that day, you know, if I, if I wasn't in a good headspace when I created it, like, I don't want to put that out into the universe. Like mm. I don't, cause I'll see that and be like, oh, you know, like that was a really bad day or I felt you know, not great. Like, I want to put things out that I'm proud of, that have good energy that I can share with people who can also, you know, just really appreciate it. Oh, Lauren, it's always great talking to you. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I keep saying that's the last one. But, but this like, is it. But wait, just one more, please. <laughs> but this is the last one, though. Um, what advice would you have to someone that wants to embrace your art or even turn it into a business like you did? Yeah, um, I, think, I think go for it. I think that... Um, I really want to get away from the gatekeeping aspect of it. I think that art and flow and creativity is for everybody, no matter your skill level, no matter what you're doing, if you're doing it for fun or you want to do it professionally. I think um, reaching out, asking for tips and really like um, building that community because like the community is here to like welcome you with open arms because movement is medicine and movement is for everybody. Okay, that's the real last one now. <laughs> Thank you so much, You're Lauren. very welcome.